as we are moving towards the hustle culture having a retirement a good retirement plan is a comfort that many of us seek and for providers giving a great customer experience is key to the success of the plan a similar company that is into this industry is congruent solutions congruent solutions offers plans providers and record keepers a self service platform its comprehensive technology solutions and outsourcing services enables cost effective plan setup and record keeping efficient ongoing plan administration or anything in between to know more about the company and the key service that it's offering i'm in conversation with director and co-founder of congruent solutions b chandrashekran hi mr b chandrashekran welcome to the podcast hey thank you thank you for inviting me to your session so let's start the podcast on a great note with you giving us a brief about the company and the specializations it offers um thank you and to start actually congruent solutions is been in um, you know the tech services industry for long but congruent solutions is an exclusively um uh, organization exclusively focused on the retirement uh, uh, plan industry and actually as you know retirement is a very very key uh, uh, component of anybody's work life uh, or planning for retirement is a very key component of anybody's work life and particularly in the western world it is becoming more and more important as the quality of life is improving and then there is pressure on savings and so on so what we really do as an organization is to help um, you know people who are in the working life prepare and plan better for a retired life particularly in terms of their financial wellness through their savings through for the retirement plans so we focus on one area of uh, the retirement um, industry called the defined contribution which um, you know is similar to the uh, you know pf kind of thing in the in indian uh, scenario uh, however you know there are a the lot of differences because it is uh, reasonably privatized there and then you have actually a lot of flexibility for the participants to save as per the defined contribution plan rules and so on broadly we actually um, address tier 1 clients and large uh larger size tier 2 organizations uh, of the retirement industry our, though our product and services are applicable um, uh, to a global uh, uh, you know to global businesses our current focus is on the us geography and we are a product and services company as um, uh, you know as it was initially introduced uh, we have a flagship platform called the core platform which actually provides a platform for the retirement plan providers and record keepers to actually enhance their uh, you know operation uh, operational um, uh, efficiencies as well as um, deliver better value to their customers and uh, consumers and we also have a services division where we actually um, provide administration services sitting from india and i'm happy to say that we perhaps will be one of the uh, yeah, most specialized organizations in the industry operating out of india and have perhaps more knowledge about this industry than any other and that is one of the reasons why we have many other large uh, organizations partnering with us for our specialized um, uh, capabilities and the last part is actually we also 
because we are in the uh, technology space, we know the domain. There are also projects that we do, specialized uh, technology projects that we do for large uh, providers. And so these are broadly the set of services we do. And primarily, I would like to uh, talk with reference to our uh, you know, values as an organization, which actually we also discern from by really talking to the market and then what they uh, see as uh, special about us. So the first value is we listen. We are a listening organization. We learn and we specialize. We actually invest a lot of um, our um, resources on making sure that our um, you know, positioning as a specialist organization in this industry is actually uh, uh, right there up front for everybody to see. The second thing is we've actually, we deliver on what we promise. And this has been a consistent thing. Most of our clients, I would say all, would have seen that whatever we've committed on the committed date, uh, things will happen. And more importantly, I think an industry which is, um, you know, uh, fairly been there for a long time and uh, has a lot of legacy. So one of the key things that we do is we actually believe in being ready for tomorrow. We are ready for tomorrow, which means that as an organization in congruent, we are ready for tomorrow with our capabilities, with our products, with our uh, services. And similarly, we also help our uh, customers to be ready for tomorrow, to meet uh, and our consumers to be ready for tomorrow for their retirement. So to bring the company to where it is now, how did you and your role contribute to the entire process, let's say from innovation to setting up the right team dynamics in the company? Um, actually, I'm one of the uh, you know, initial founders in the organization. And actually in the initial phases, we were like a general technology services provider. And then somewhere around, um, you know, uh, 2003, 2004 timeframe is when actually we started spread. from 2000 onwards, we've been working on this industry, but um, we took a special uh, plunge into, um, you know, looking at this uh, segment seriously um, in 2004. Um, and in 2017, we became an exclusive uh, retirement uh, industry focused organization. That's, uh, I'm just giving you a uh, uh, background in order to see what kind of roles we play. I've played particularly. I am a co-founder, and earlier I was in the organization uh, along with my partner. Interim for a few years, I, um, I we actually had a, another venture uh, jointly. Uh, you know, with the, with the partners set up. Uh, it was called Sekova E Services. We act, I was involved in uh, you know uh, as a founder and also running the organization uh, from India uh, for that. And I exited, uh, we exited the um, venture and then I came back, uh, uh, back to my parent uh, or my, um, you know, where my heart was uh, in terms of, you know, working with Congruent. So currently I am in the role of chief strategy officer and <clears throat> basically, um, uh, you know, working to have an innovation led product organization. And as you know, um, you know, it's a big challenge to become a product organization in an environment, uh, particularly in India, where it's been dominated by technology services uh, organizations. So people, I believe that the very core of people have to be product oriented in a product organization. And mostly we get resources who are maybe services oriented, projects oriented. 
So that is really a DNA change. And I think I've been really working on making sure that we are really a sharp product uh, uh, organization, which is innovation led. So I've been driving also the um, you know uh, conceptualization and also definition and development of the next generation of uh, products and services to be ready for tomorrow. One of the key things is actually building a culture. We have an initiative um, uh, called the Core Valley Culture, which is like, how do we really bring the best practices of the Silicon Valley into our own um, in in a in contextualized to the our Indian environment to have a really uh, a fine product organization which is outcome led, um, uh, you know, and so on. So that culture change is something which I've been driving, and of course, you know, we have forerunners like uh, you know many SaaS and product companies like uh, Zoho. Um, you know, have done um, a lot of work on that and we actually try and learn and adopt some of those things into really building, contextualizing, building a product culture in uh, the organization. And in terms of technology excellence, I think uh, this industry, particularly what we focus on is really, you know, the domination is by the mainframe players for, you know, software, which has been there for, uh, you know, several decades. So we actually are transforming into really having a scalable current uh, technology architecture with microservices, uh, have a SaaS-based model, um, and a lot of investments in um, uh, AI, MLDL, and also on blockchain. So these are some of the new technology initiatives is something which I drive. And finally, the general organization development in terms of being ready to scale. So we've been growing uh, fairly significantly over the uh, recent years and having got a lot of traction. So to build and prepare the organization for high scale growth is the other area that I focus on. Congruent solutions on the whole is, as you said, you know, is a product based company or wants to be a very sharp product based company. So in that sense, how is, you know, congruent solutions contributing to the entire artificial intelligence industry in India? <clears throat> See, one of the things is that we, I mean, AI is, uh, is going to be a very, very dominant uh, uh, technology. And I think it is um, uh, resurging in a big way uh, from the early uh, periods when we had uh, different, uh, you know, set of technologies as uh, comprising uh, you know, artificial intelligence. In this new paradigm, actually, I think it is really, really something which is growing uh, leaps and bounds. And I don't, I, I believe that there is no industry that's not going to be, uh, uh, you know, left out in this whole thing. So it is, it has to be an important focus and particularly for an organization like ours. So we have actually exclusive uh, focus on the AI side. Um, and then we have built a number of, um, uh, you know, um, bots, products, as you may call it, uh, that has addressed some of the very, very critical needs in the industry. So I'll first give a few examples before saying that how it has kind of impacted, uh, um, uh, you know, our customers as well as, you know, maybe the uh, ecosystem here and so on, you know, you know, in small ways, in, in, I would say. So one, one of the things that our product does is actually, um, you know, we take, as you know, we are in the retirement uh, industry and then, um, uh, you know, the key component of the retirement industry in, in our area, which is defined contribution is out of payroll, um, you know, people contribute 
or, or the monthly or bi-monthly payrolls that you know people contribute uh, savings into the uh, retirement plans and this data actually uh, comes uh, into uh, our the systems uh, which uh, our systems and you know uh, in the provider uh, uh, you know environment so one of the things that really happens therefore there's a lot of data you can imagine that everybody who works the working population and whoever is subscribed to the uh, um, uh, you know retirement plans on an average at least that twice uh, some payroll data is going to come into the system which is a huge amount of data so we and you know very well and this is a very heterogeneous environment where data comes from several sources and there is always a key um, problem in terms of really getting them quality data you know because there is a lot of errors might keep in uh, creeping in the inputs so one of the key requirements is to really manage the quality of data that comes in and this is a big uh, challenge for the industry because uh, once the payroll data comes it has to be processed really time bound and then any corrections everything has to be done in time therefore trades can be done at the right time and then you know people can be credited with their amounts so we saw this challenge and then wanted to really look at um, you know error patterns in the incoming data for our customers and then built a bot for identification and auto correction of errors so this is one of the first uh, bots that we developed and which actually really um, you know we have actually benchmarked it to be around 90% accurate in terms of being able to uh, in fact 90 98% accurate in identifying the errors and then on the correction front it is like uh, about 80 85% uh, um, uh, accuracy depending upon the uh, client situation so this is one of the key components which actually have drastically reduced uh, the um, you know effort required at the client end also from the sponsor point of view because he doesn't have to sit and correct uh, data and so on so this is a been one of the um, early use cases that we identified and did and similarly actually what happens is because there are so many payroll providers so many options where data coming there are formats of the files on which they are coming are all very very different and 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 it requires uh, you know typically today you know some of the old systems it perhaps takes uh, you know days and weeks for them to set up a new format and structure to for the data come to come in so now we have a tool called the mapper and also we have a ai based bot which automatically identifies the data that is coming into the system and then maps it to a very great extent and and therefore actually what used to be done in weeks can be done in perhaps less than an hour or even less than that more for testing and then going through the system so this is another very big productivity ai bot that we uh, actually worked on and a third one is uh, on um, we we actually partnered with an organization and created a ai digital assistant where actually you can type or uh, speak and then uh, you know you'll be able to actually get responses right there so one of the big areas of cost for some of our customers is in terms of the call center and calls coming into the call center is a lot of uh, operating costs so what this digital assistant does is drastically takes away and drives self service for people to really uh, you know get most of it answered to the ai digital assistant 
And lastly, actually, um, even on enhancing the user experience, uh, one, we have a project for actually going to the next generation of user experience for us. Like, for instance, you know, inspired by, uh, you know, Amazon or uh, iOS. Um, the, what, why we say this is because Amazon is not an online shopping, uh, you know, option. It's actually a different shopping, um, you know, experience which drove all shopping to there actually. So it's a completely uh, reimagined, um, you know, phenomenally uh, executed, um, um, uh, you know, experience, um, uh, crafted experience for the users. So we were inspired by that, you know, what, what do we do in terms of really taking the thing to the next generation? So one of the small things that we've done on the AI is actually look at usage statistics of the people and the system depending upon the uh, date and time in which they actually log into the system, it actually predicts what are they likely to do and therefore brings up those things upfront in terms of their usage. So that's actually uh, like an AI assisted interaction experience. So these are some of the, um, um, uh, you know, initiatives that we've had on the AI side. And in doing so actually, I mean, we are really not a specialized AI company. So, but we have a lot of, um, you know, a few people who have a great amount of, um, you know, experience in general and also specifically on the AI side and also ideas about how to leverage it in our uh, domain. So we work with the partners. We work with independent uh, developers as well as smaller organizations where we actually do that. And some of these bots have been actually done in collaboration. So therefore, I think we are leading some development effort in our domain by engaging with other partners who are got the expertise and also the skills to do that, which we direct and get it done. So that is one small contribution in terms of building the um, uh, you know ecosystem of uh, development capability around us and uh, with real use cases with real uh, uh, you know um, uh, deep knowledge in the domain that we are talking about. So that is, I think, uh, um, significant than I'd like to highlight. So out of all the services and the innovations that you've mentioned, is there a key service that you want to talk about? Yeah. <clears throat> so primarily, actually, um, um, we are into, you know, broadly three buckets uh, as a uh, key focus areas. One is the product, the core-based products and product-based services. The second thing is the outsourced retirement uh, administration services, which actually we run, um, you know, fairly. We can do end-to-end -end of all all administrative services for a service provider in the U.S. or a, you know, a, a retirement plan provider in the U.S. So um, that is the second bucket. The third bucket is as I earlier also touched upon in terms of our retirement technology services. We do specialized projects because of our deep knowledge on in the industry, as well as, you know, technology expertise. Uh, we are considered as some of the, uh, you know, in fact, they prefer us over anybody else in terms of doing a certain class of uh, technology products, uh, technology uh, services work. So having said that, actually, one of the things we are doing going forward is in terms of actually work, we already have a SaaS strategy in terms of reaching out to the uh, mid-sized segment in uh, in the US. In addition, actually, we are also working on what's called BPAS, Business Process as a Service, where we combine our core platform as well as 
uh, our own administrative services capability to provide business process as a completely managed service without technology, without people, without processes. So I think that's an overall general direction. Having said that, in terms of um, a really star thing that you talk about, you know, what kind of a services, set of services that we are really known for. On the admin side, actually, we are, I mean, there is one of the most complex processes is called compliance testing. And it is a compliance requirement in the US that every sponsor will have to actually go through uh, um, mandated uh, uh, by the federal agencies in the US. And that's a very specialized uh, thing where you need a lot of knowledge about the audit. Even in the US, the people who get involved in compliance testing are people with about 10, 15 years of industry experience or something like that. So what we have really done successfully is actually uh, created uh, you know, a fairly large pool of uh, you know, administrators who, who are very, very knowledgeable in compliance testing. And we actually work with some of the tier one vendors. In fact, vendors who actually dealt with many other large uh, BPO and uh, tech services organizations, and they already have teams working with them. And yet when it comes to compliance testing, we are a vendor of uh, choice, a preferred vendor for um, some of them. So that is one area which is like a flagship, uh, clearly head and shoulders about, uh, uh, about anybody else, at least from this part of the world in terms of being able to address that. So, um, and having said that our, I mean, this is really, and also it contributes uh, to a fairly, uh, you know, significant chunk on the administrative services revenue on our side, but doesn't mean that we in fact have deep knowledge uh, and breadth of knowledge as well as the industry in a way that actually we handle and you know every part of the uh, administrative service for retirement industry on the other side actually uh, you know our core platform is actually to be seen as a middleware platform it's not like you know it needs to replace your record keeping system what it does is actually it can replace uh, your system um, in a in a uh, kind of a progressive way and in a meaningful way. And we actually enhance the record keeping services and provide better processing and data uh, you know, management capability and also the sponsor and uh, participant experience. So therefore actually we are like, uh, you know, an enhanced middleware and uh, you know, uh, um, front end uh, touch uh, uh, provider with, you know, with mobile as well as um, web access to uh, sponsors and participants. So in that side, if you really look at it, I think there's very, very significant strength uh, in our product suite also is our um, you know, ability to do data management with, uh, uh, we have a specialized ETL tool called um, Mapper, which has been built only for uh, this retirement industry, specifically a lot of rules written for the retirement industry. So with that, actually, we do, um, you know, integration, um, data integration uh, services with many, many systems, their own, because every provider typically has several systems working. They will have their uh, CRM, they will have other accounting systems, their own record keeping systems as well. So connecting all of them together, actually, we will be able to do the integration very well with this and also provide our own core suite on products on top of it to do that. So. That data management part, uh, wherein also we provide, we can provide additional services. Like one of the problems in the industry is actually 
what's called conversions, right? People have to actually move plans from, um, you know, maybe earlier service provider to the current service provider, or they might buy book of uh, business. So how to really move the plans very swiftly to the new platform, actually, because that requires a lot of, um, you know, data management and also knowledge about the plan rules, how to be set up and all that. So those are areas where actually we are well uh, known in terms of being able to handle data management and also with the knowledge of the, um, you know, industry and plans and plan rules and things like that. So in, in if you really look at it, I think, um, our strength is in our domain knowledge, and we developed it over years. The challenges that we really faced was actually, it takes a long uh, lead time um, for us to really work with some of the clients. The reason is there are, they have, they've been companies which are very large, and we are relatively young compared to some of the competition that we have in the field, and therefore actually, for them to realize the value and the trust factor and the stability that we bring in as well takes uh, time. And typically the industry is uh, uh, conservative and takes long uh, time to decide on things. So, and fortunately, I think because of, we've been actually uh, members of, uh, to give you an idea, we are in the board of uh, um, Spark. Spark is actually uh, one of the leading forums for all the um, uh, pen, uh, you know, um, premium providers, tier one providers in the US. Uh, it's called Society for Pension Administrators and Record Keepers. Um, so we are in the board of Spark, which is a premium organization, which is equivalent to an ASCOM in India or something like that, right, for, our, for this industry. So having worked with them, we've understood, they've seen us uh, really, you know, um, participate in some of the uh, industry initiatives as well. So therefore, I think we have built our credibility in terms of being an organization of substance. So that is given, uh, and it, it, size used to be a relative disadvantage coming from India and things like that. So, but that again, you know, because of our longevity and also our uh, consistent uh, focus on this segment is we've been able to really be successful with direct sales to some of the tier one uh, vendors. So we are really there. And today, if you really look at it, we have, we have partnerships, um, you know, at least three of the uh, tier one tech services uh, vendors, uh, you know, uh, organizations in India are uh, partners with us for addressing this segment because we provide that specialized ability far beyond what they may be having. And from the other side, actually, they bring in strengths on the analytics area and the AI area. We can also leverage on from those as well. So we have partnerships with the tier one um, uh, vendors here. So that's actually uh, really contributes to being a win-win for uh, us as well as those organizations and increasing the uh, our footprint in the retirement market globally. So as Congruent Solutions is so in-depth in the industry with a lot of insights and partnerships and, you know, tools being innovated working to work in this industry, what, according to you, is the future of the industry in terms of the technology, in terms of how it is going to further elaborate the use of AI and data in its processes? Okay, I think that's a, that's a great question. And particularly people who are outside of the industry always keep asking this so clearly, I think this industry, as I told you, has been there for at least, um, you know, three, four decades and has grown 
and and if you really look at the size of it, roughly about um, the direct contribution plans, which is relevant to us, the assets under management is of the size of fifteen, roughly about anywhere between twelve and fifteen trillion dollars. Okay, so that's a fairly large uh, uh, amount that is being managed by the um, you know, providers and um, you know various uh, record keepers and so on. So they have relied on mainframe technology and, and the cost of managing that has been only steadily increasing and actually it's been you know, very expensive relative to that. And what has also happened is the awareness in the industry and the pressure from the participants to reduce the fee or operating costs for you know, managing these things has been real. So actually every provider is under pressure to reduce the operating costs. And, and therefore, really, one of the things that is going to happen is um, technology innovation and transformation in order to bring down the total cost of administration, include, but specifically on the technology side, because it's really technology-led in terms of uh, uh, delivery in operations. So um, I think one of the things is going to be on the uh, you know, tech transformation. That's something which is happening in a big way. And in that, that is where actually our uh, strategy of being ready for tomorrow with our, you know, current uh, architectures of leveraging the cloud, leveraging um, cloud native services and being on a microservices platform uh, and so on, actually uh, really, really, um, uh, uh, you know, address uh, that uh, concern. The second thing that is happening in the industry is actually even though that because of the technology, um, you know, the um, um, you know, nature of technology that they've used until now, uh, the experience, the, they have built sponsor or participant experience on their older platforms by only providing a front end, which is, uh, you know, self-service capability. So, but over the years, if you really look at the sponsors or, uh, you know, sponsor surveys that have been done by industry third-party uh, analysts, um, it is very clear that the sponsor adoption uh, in terms of self-service is very, uh, very low still. And there is a long, we can go a long way in terms of improving that. So that is where I think the focus on providing, you know, a much richer and, uh, you know, uh, experience for the sponsors and the participants and making it really meaningful for them Taking into consideration the current, um, you know, um, uh, scenario of you know social pervasive social media, how much of mobile penetration and how much of uh, their behaviors and usage is uh, shaped by Android or iOS, these all actually make a lot of uh, difference in terms of improving adoption of technology by the real consumers. And I think that's one area where it's going to go, and that's a direction we are also steering our platform uh, towards. So modernization is going to be a very big thing in terms of really addressing uh, operating costs, as well as adopting better user experience, stickiness of our customers' customers, right, and so on. So the other big thing that is happening in the industry as we speak is one of consolidation because of, um, and I think even the big players are merging and becoming even bigger players and so on. So, you know, recent uh, deals of Empower and uh, so on, if you really look at it, there's a lot of consolidation that's happening even at the uh, tier one level. So in one sense, 
the number of people at the high uh, top end are reducing but you know our way of really working with it is not really by number of customer instances but more by number of participants we serve so that is really relatively stable and growing and the other side is actually there is some consolidation happening at the smaller side of the business as well when that happens it adds to the market of really having larger players who actually have better technology adoption and therefore service the things better for uh, uh, the participants so we i think are into uh, i mean we are actually very hopeful and quite excited about what's happening in the industry um, in terms of the opportunities that are showing up great insights so what so what our listeners want to know about next is while congruence solutions was um, you know innovating innovating its unique chatbot innovating a tool that is unique unique to the company what challenges did the company go through and what was the mindset that led to this sort of innovation okay so i think i'll tell the market side challenges first so for a small company uh, relatively small we are not very small relatively smaller company as opposed to the tech service giants um to really um get into the product business invest lots of in fact we took the uh, if you really look back you can there were people who said that we are mad to really put all our earnings and profits into really developing the core suite of products but you know always as they say uh, you are visionary um, you know post uh, many decisions that you take so um in that sense actually uh, you know we took some very bold initiatives um, in terms of putting that there was internal challenges there are people in the you know industry who advised us saying that it's a risky thing to do because you know we are actually forsaking all our margins and investing into the product and so on and from there actually um, you know the biggest thing we were very clear that we don't want to we wanted to sell to the you know really the top notch players in the industry so we were very clear that we need to really sell to the tier one vendors in the us and that is a tough one just imagine that um, you know building uh, a product and making it uh, solid enough that a tier one vendor with already established relationships with many large players for them to trust you uh, is is a tall order so we actually took time for breaking into uh, that segment on our own to actually sell to the tier one vendors uh, and tier one providers in the us so that was a fairly large challenge steering that part in terms of um, you know keeping our board and the investors uh, you know um, you know patient Uh, to trust us in our vision and then go after that was actually a, a trying period but uh, you know now i can we can say that i think it was a decision well made and well uh, conducted um, uh, you know period in terms of all the key decisions that we undertook so and 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 really actually um, this segment you know is a is a, a well kept secret eh? because even some of the products and tech services players who could have actually gotten into the segment really did not identify so in that sense we had a head start for having taken that decision and today we have the large players actually um, uh, you know working with us as partners uh, to lead into some of those tier one accounts uh, 
So penetrating to the tier one accounts is, uh, was a very big challenge for us. And we had to learn a number of things, how to build credibility, how to build the stability that is required in the product to be able to do that. How do we actually benchmark the other established large old generation products? And how do we make sure that it is risk-free for uh, some of the customers? So these are all things that we had to learn. And um, we had to actually uh, do that. And we, in the process, we learned to cultivate industry relationships. We have some, some of the leading, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, consultants in the US as, um, you know, consulting with us. Actually, we consult them for industry insights, product direction, strategy, and so on. So just to give you an idea, we knew this industry very well. Even when we started on the product, we did not start on the premise saying that, hey, listen, we know this industry so we can develop the product. No, we actually appointed, um, you know, a very senior operating, I mean, a, a, a senior consultant in the US with a lot of operational experience to actually give the requirements uh, for us in a formal way so that we can start off with that. So that was important to really get, uh, you know, we cannot assume sitting in India that we know the market uh, in the US, which we are, we are trying to address. We need somebody as an insider to be part of our team. So these are things that, that was, um, you know, um, somehow we innately, uh, you know, intuitively felt that we should be doing. And on hindsight, I think it worked out um, very well for us. From the delivery side, actually speaking, we, we started off at a time when we had absolutely nobody with the, any knowledge of the retirement industry. So from there, actually, today we have built a, a team where we have really, um, you know, ASPA certified guys, uh, certified uh, administrators um, in our India center. And I, I don't think anybody can boast of uh, the quality of talent that we have in terms of the retirement services. So to build the training capability, to build actually the processes around it, a lot of IP has gone into actually, uh, we've created our own IP in terms of the training materials and the processes. And, and for instance, as I was, I was talking about compliance testing, typically in the US, it's about 15 years experience or 10 to 15 years experience in that region for somebody to do the compliance testing service. But you know we can't afford to have that. So we today actually even, we have a material which actually in about six to eight months, somebody can actually start working on compliance testing. That's the kind of uh, uh, you know investment that we made in order to really fine tune on the training processes and delivery of those and developing the people, identifying what kind of resources and train them. So these are some of the challenges that we face in terms of building a workforce, which is really a, a seen as specialists in tune with our values. Um, and retaining them on the product side again you know we have a great pool of resources in india but all of them are tech services based they're they are project oriented and which is very very different diametrically different because if a customer engages you on developing a uh, you know particular thing it is a project you actually mostly work on a, either a time and material basis or on a project uh, fixed fee basis either which way what really happens is you charge them for that time. So you really don't have any stake on the outcome. The outcome is with the person who contracted you. But on the product side, you are building it not for a client, but you're building it for the market. So that mindset of being able to really, uh, you know, work on, that has to be in the DNA of the organization. The way that the product is engineered, the way it is, uh, you know, the code is constructed and the way actually, um, you know, it is, 
um, deployed and monitored every which way. If you really look at it, a product company is a completely different organization from a services company. So to create a product uh, organization from uh, an ecosystem, which has got only a large pool of tech services talent was a challenge, but I think we have reasonably addressed that um, uh, with what we've done. Right. So from choosing the right target audience for the services that Congruent Solutions offers, that is, you know, tier one providers and, you know, um, crossing all the hurdles and the major challenges that came, you know, during innovation. Thank you so much for your insights on this industry. And uh, I'm sure our listeners got a lot of, you know, thinking points. <laughs>